Today, I have a very special message that I want to share together from the Word of God, from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 16. And Jeremiah is one of the favorite uh, authors that I love his uh, writings. He's genuine and he's open. He has the drive to do the will of the Father. And, and he, he, his speeches and his warnings, his prophecies are, are of a great importance because every time you hear or see Jeremiah coming on the scene to speak, it means that God is really, really serious about something that he is about to do. And therefore, Jeremiah becomes more or less uh, one of the great prophets of old. Uh, I feel in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ that this grace is coming upon our lives as men and women, that we will become like the voice, like a trumpet unto the Lord, that we will utter the voice of the Lord even in the moments when situations are not conducive. Hallelujah. That does not give popularity because when you have the voice of God and you speak the oracles of God, if you are a true servant of God, sometimes you speak the mind of God, which is something sometimes becomes like an arrow that pierces the heart of the wicked and therefore they can raise all kinds of arguments against you. I want you to realize that if you are a child of God in any area of your life that you are dealing with, when God sends you to go and deliver a message or to be able to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord to people, sometimes you will not be popular. Hallelujah. Uh, you will not be popular. Your words can become offensive in the ears of the wicked because what you are telling them is something that is against the grain of, of their acceptance or the, the zone of their acceptance. So sometimes some of them becomes very offensive and very defensive and they try to fight back or try to make statements that will make life difficult. And Jeremiah was one of those prophets. Uh, others will say he was a weeping prophet because every time he comes, he speaks the mind of God and he, he sees the situations on the ground and as God is speaking to him, seeing what God is about to do to the people of Israel or to Judah, mostly his heart is not so pleased. And so he becomes, he, he's torn in between the two. The desire, the desire to speak the, the truth from the word of God and the desire to seek his family or his people changed from the ways of wickedness so that God's heart will be at peace. He, he will almost always is torn in between the two and he does not know where to stand, whether to side God or to side his people. And he's trying to find ways and means to draw them out of an environment of shame because Judah sometimes will set their heart as a flint against the will of God and do wickedness against God. And so sometimes God will be so of, uh, upset or incensed against Judah to a point where in chapter 7 in Jeremiah, God spoke specifically telling Jeremiah, do not even pray for them. Don't pray for these people because their wickedness has come to me and they are perpetually seeking to do evil. And such people in my heart is against them. I'm not so pleased. And even if you pray to them or if you pray to me concerning them, I will not hear. Hallelujah. 
And it really puts me in a very challenging place to draw people's attention to this fact that if iniquity is found in your hearts, if your heart is full of wickedness, if you are somebody that projects wickedness, you will never see the manifestation of the glory of God. God, the Bible says that he does not entertain wickedness. He is a righteous God, but he who is willing to come and seek for salvation from him, he is willing to forgive and help you to stand in his presence. So people of God, it is important we realize our positions and our standing with God. And those who are also in the field of ministry or those who are sons and daughters of the kingdom, you have to realize that when you want to project the word of God in true humility, in true spirit and in true of the word as God has given to you, most time men, you will never be popular with men. You will never be popular with men. We have seen in many places, if you speak what they are willing to hear, the Bible call it the itchy ears. If you are willing to speak those kind of words, that is when they begin to uh, follow you. That one, you'll get multiples of followers and then you'll become popular in your circles. Hallelujah. Amen. On social media, everywhere. You see, they will begin to trend as pastors or as prophets or as people. But the moment you speak the mind of God, you tell people the truth of God, you become an enemy to the public. Hallelujah. Let's see some of the things that came into being and it came into shape when the, the, the Jeremiah desired to walk the will of the Father. And there were some few striking statements that he made that really I know that some of them, some of us, we have even made that comment before. Hallelujah. And I hope that nobody is on a platform that is in the same situation making similar comments. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Can you hear me? Yes, sir. yes, yeah, thank we can you. hear you. We thank can. You, thank you, thank you. Where's Mama Fiona, please? I've missed it. Tell her to, to come on now. Amen. Let's open to Jeremiah chapter 15. Let's do 15. Let's start from verse 11, coming down. Well, let's do 10, coming down, and see what the Spirit of the Lord will give us uh, a sense of wisdom and understanding in these scriptures. Uh, who has opened to Jeremiah 15? Jeremiah chapter 15. Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 10, coming down. The woe is me, my mother, that thou hast borne me a man of strife and a man of contention to the whole world. I have neither lent on usury, nor men have lent to me on usury. Yet every one of them doeth curses me. The Lord said to me, Verily, it shall be well with thy remnant. Verily, I will cause the enemy to entreat thee well in the time of evil and in the time of affliction. Shall iron break the, north, the northern iron and the steel? Thy substance and thy treasure will I give to the spoil without price, and that for all thy sins, even in all thy borders. And I will make thee to pass with thine enemies into a land which thou knowest not. For a fire is kindled in my anger, which shall burn upon you. And Jeremiah says this, So, O Lord, thou knowest, remember me, and visit me, hallelujah. 
and revenge me of my persecutors. Take me not away in thy long suffering. Know that for thy sake I have suffered rebuke. Thy words were found, and I did eat them. And thy word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. For I am called by thy name, O Lord God of hosts. I sat not in the assembly of the mockers, nor rejoiced. I sat alone because of thy hand. For thou hast filled me with indignation. Why is my pain perpetual? And my wound is incurable, which refuses to be healed. Will thou be to me altogether unto me as a liar and as a water that fails? And therefore, 19, therefore thou sayest the Lord God, if thou return, then will I bring thee again, and thou shalt stand before me. And if thou take forth the, gracious, the, the precious from the vial, thou shalt be as, as my mouth, and let them return unto thee, but return not thou unto them. And I will take, make thee unto these people a fence, brazen wall, and thou shalt fight against them, and thou shalt fight against thee, but they shall not prevail against thee. For I am with thee to save thee and to deliver thee, says the Lord, and I will deliver thee out of the hand of the wicked, and I shall redeem thee out of the hand of the terrible. Hallelujah. May the glory of God rest upon his word, and may Christ Jesus be found in these uh, uh, pronouncements in Jesus' name. Amen. Jeremiah is now confessing and declaring that it would have been better that his mom had not given birth to him. And he is crying and lamenting because he has spoken the word of God in many places and Judah has refused to obey the voice of the Lord. Every time Jeremiah will open up his mouth to speak the mind of God, it creates an offense against the people that he is speaking because of the sins that was going on with the people. Every time sin is found in the life of men or people, most times it is very difficult for them to appreciate that the word of God is true. Sometimes people will even defend strongly against the mind of God or the word of God all because of sin that is prevailing in their lives. People see it as an offensive situation to be able to go out there to see somebody sharing the, the word of God on the street or to find somebody projecting the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ on the street. People automatically are offended just because somebody is mentioning Jesus Christ on the scene. Hallelujah. And it's not their fault, but the sin that dwells in them begins to repel or reject the salvation of our Lord Jesus Christ. So if you are on the platform today and you have found or heard about anyone that is in that same capacity, that is creating problems or making life difficult, whether at workplace and they're ridiculing you because you are a Christian or you are, your faith, they're using your faith as a weapon against you. Listen to me, you are not alone. 
Hallelujah. You are not alone. Every child of God becomes an enemy to the enemy. Hallelujah. You become an enemy to the devil. He does not want to see the word of God progressed in our lives, in our environment, in our areas, wherever we find our influences to be. He does not want you to, to reach out and touch souls and redeem them. And so Jeremiah had this privilege of being able to hear the mind of God to tell the people of Judah about their sins that God is not so pleased with you. And every time he spoke, he was an enemy. And sometimes the scripture put it that way, that sometimes he was even arrested and he was put in dungeon. He was kept in dungeon. It was like a, a well that had no water in there. And they carried him and put him in there and covered him up that he would not see the sun or the day anymore. And he was in there dying out of hunger, dying out of, I mean, it, it was a very terrible situation because of the word of God. And today I want to warn you, oh, by the grace of God, and listen, if the word of God comes to you for you to project it, sometimes men will not be so pleased seeing you speaking the word of God or the truth of the Lord. Sometimes the offensive situation may even come from the people that they say they are Christians. Hallelujah. They are pastors. Amen. They have the same faith with you. They try to let you know that, oh, we are brothers and sisters. But when you tell them the truth of the word of God, they become offended and they rise up against you. And they begin to wage war against you. And I want, I want you to be aware that Jeremiah was in a similar situation. And so he found out that it was rather killing him. It became like an inward killing situation that was killing him inwardly. And he needed healing. He needed inward healing so that he can have the joy to be able to do the will of the Father. I like it this way, that he put it this way, that he found the word of God and he ate it. Amen. And I want to draw your attention to this in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. That if anything that you want to do, let your focus be in the word of God. Let your delights be in the word of God. Let the word of God find expression in your heart continually every day. That when you wake up in the day, what you are seeking for is the word of God. Go into the word of God. Read for yourself. Don't wait on the pastor till the pastor will come and give a, a sermon before you have a word into your spirit. Amen. Amen. But you yourself learn the habit of reading the word of God to yourself. And he said, I found your word and it was a rejoicing to my heart and a joy to me. And I ate them. Hallelujah. He digested the word of God into his heart and he made sure that he mused upon the word of God. He allowed the word of God into him. And he said, I did not also reject your assignment that you gave to me. Hallelujah. This is the second assignment I want to draw your attention to. That anything God lays on your heart or God places on your heart, any information, any opportunity, any joy, any zeal, any assignment, any responsibility that God gives to you, he is expecting you to rise in that occasion to be able to project the mind of the Lord that he places on your heart for the people that he sends you to. Hallelujah. Sometimes it will be an unpopular environment. People may not like the idea of you telling. They will ridicule you. They will persecute you. They 
They will bring all kinds of accusation. They will tell all kinds of stories about you. They will lie on you. They will do all kinds of false things that will not be true. But God says, God says, there are a few things that he says. He says, listen, I am the one that have sent you. Amen. You are not on your own assignment and you are not doing what you desire to do. But rather, I am the one that has placed the desire in you to go and share my wife to these people. And if you do this, he said that I will be with you. Hallelujah. If you don't side with the people, according to um, verse 19 and, and 20, he said, if you don't side with the people, this is what I will do. I, my, I, the Lord, will be with you. I will be with you when they are persecuting you. I will be with you when they are uh, speaking against you. I will be with you making sure that whatever situation you are going through, uh, you are preserved, no matter what they do, it shall not be against you. Hallelujah. He says that I am the one that will deliver thee, even from the hand of the wicked one and from the hand of him that is terrible, which means that no matter what we go through and no matter how the situation may be, if God has been the one that has sent you to go and deliver his message, to go and share his love, to go and show people about what he wants to do, he says that he will make sure that your life is preserved. Hallelujah. Your life is preserved. Why? Because the Bible says in the book of Psalms, Psalm, Psalm 34, verse 19, it says that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him from them all. Which means that this Christian journey that we are living or that we are progressing ourselves in, it is it will not always be on the area or on the grounds of coziness, as we have heard in many pulpits, that you are not supposed to go through challenges, you are not supposed to go through difficulties. There may be difficulties, somebody is on the from you are going through some issues of life and you are not even sure about what is happening. Listen to me. The Christian journey has got twists and turns in this kind of walk. And sometimes we go through the valleys of shadows of death. Psalm 23 will help us to understand that. The valleys of shadows of death. It is not a pleasing environment. It is not an environment where you always want to be. It is a shadows of death. It's a place where can fear can actually grip you up. It's a place where our uncomfortable environment can make your life itch. But when God says that he is with you, he says that he will be with you. Hallelujah. The Lord will be with us in every area of our lives. As a child of God, you are never alone. Jeremiah felt that he was alone. And so he said that, why is my pain perpetual? And why is my wound incurable? Hallelujah. Sometimes there could be a perpetual situation or reoccurring circumstances in our life. And we have been praying about it. We have been believing in God about it. And it seems to be that way is not making for us to be able to come out. The Lord says that you are not alone. Even in the midst of the trouble, you are not alone. Even though people are persecuting you, you are not alone. Even though men are not respecting what he is giving to you to give to them, you are not alone. The Lord himself is with you. Hallelujah. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. And so sometimes we speak the same thing. I have been there before when I felt that everything, I mean, I felt that the bottom has been removed away from my feet. And so I was walking in a vacuum of no nothingness and there was no sense of joy and no sense of peace for me. And I felt that all those that I trusted and I supported, all those that I stood for, everyone that respected me now do not respect me anymore. I was wondering, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? Lord, what did I do wrong? Where did I turn around that all these things is happening against me? Hallelujah. Amen. Jacob would put it this way. All these odds are against me. When they came and delivered a message to him that Joseph has been killed by a strange animal, and this is his tunic, and therefore we see blood in there. And it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a fabricated situation. And that is what the enemy does. He fabricates an environmental situation to create a sense of falsehood that makes becomes like a real situation that comes to us, and our hearts are troubled. Our lives are troubled, feeling that God has rejected us. Amen. Now, Jeremiah's situation was that his situation, sicknesses in his heart, in his body was not being healed. His heart was broken. He felt brokenness in him, though he had, he had the word of God. He had a joy to be able to have a sense of understanding of the message of God in his heart. He went and delivered the message, and yet there was no healing found in himself. Hallelujah. And so he felt that God has rejected him. Listen to me. If you have felt, if you have felt the same thing or feeling the same thing, that there's a sense of rejection coming in your heart, remember that God will not utterly allow the righteous to be consumed. Hallelujah. Amen. The scripture says is that the righteous cry out and the Lord hears their cry and he will deliver them. Amen. Psalm 34 verse 17. The Lord's, the eye of the Lord is upon the righteous. Verse 15 talks about that. That the eyes of the Lord is upon the righteous and he is able, his ears are open to his is unto their cry. So every time we are in those dilemma, remember that God is still listening. I remember the other day, Jesus Christ hanging on the cross and crying, Abba, Father, why have you forsaken me? My daughters were watching that situation. And then Jesus spoke in, Eli, Eli, uh, Lama Sabat Tani. When he said that statement, my daughter said, Daddy, what, what does this mean? And I said, this, and the understanding will come and look on the screen. And then the scripture meaning came on there on the screen for her. And he, he, she asked me, is that a, um, a strange word? And I said, it was the word that was in their language at the time. So, and so she got understanding of it. Sometimes we get to a point where we feel that God has let us down. We get to that place where we feel that God is not with us anymore. We get to a place where we feel that the odds are all against us. We get to a place where we feel that the bottom has been removed and we are hanging in there and we don't know where life is taking us. We get to a place where we feel that people are no longer in place of favor with us. Though we have done all that we want to do, that is according to the will of God. Though we have paid all the vows, though we have given all the tithes, though we have given all the offerings, we have favored others, opened doors for others, supported others, encouraged others, spoken well of others. Yet, 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 things are not going the way we expected. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord came to him and said, listen, 
no matter what you feel in your life, though there may be a distraction, I, the Lord, I am with you. I am with you. Hallelujah. The scripture says that the righteous is like a great mountain. Psalms, the book of Psalms, said the righteous one, you are like a great mountain, which means that other things may come, but you will never be moved. Winds may blow against you, but listen, because you are a mountain of the Lord, your fortification is because God is backing you up. No matter what comes against you, you will surely be preserved by the mercies of God. And so never, ever lose hope and lose trust, lose confidence in your God. Know that God is mindful of you. Hallelujah. Whatever situation that you are in, the Lord is mindful of you. He is willing to make your life worth living. He is willing to make it come through for you or come through for you in the moment where it is becoming a dying situation. The righteous will not continually and perpetually be broken. So here, he felt that God has been to him altogether alive. People of God, this life that we are living, there are so many twists and turns that we may walk through. But every one of those turns that we come through, there's a place where God also, his hand, is also upholding us to cheer us on to overcome the challenges of this life. Sometimes it can last for years. Sometimes it lasts for months. It may last for days. It may last for a moment. It may connect itself to other situations in your life. But it does not mean that God does not care. The Lord your God, he does not. It does not mean that. No. Hallelujah. He is with us, with us, even when we walk through the fire, the Bible says. He is with us when there is water overflowing us. He is with us. God is with us in every situation that we go through. And therefore, whatever comes our way, we've got to learn the place of praise and thanksgiving. That is why we can learn, when you are able to learn how to thank him in the midst of your dark moments, that is the place where maturity begins to assume itself on your life to say that yes this daughter of mine is growing now even in the moment of challenge where wickedness is hitting on her door she is still able to find in uh, in her heart or in her life a divine expression to say thank you father and that gives you an oomph or an inch of growth in the hands of the Lord. Hallelujah. I use the word, I was even laughing about it myself. Amen. Hallelujah. When the strength of the Lord comes upon you to push you up a little bit further so that you can rise in him, to do more in him, to receive more from him, to be able to affect more life, to be able to bring more into the faith of our Lord. This is the place of maturity. When we have gone through the mill, and come out on the other side, the Lord will always be glorified through our trials. 
So if you are going through any trial in this life, I don't want you to look down on yourself to feel that it is because of a sin that others actually assume that because of something wrong, that is why something is happening to you. No, it is because you are doing everything right and the Lord is asking that you rise above from where you were and to get you to a further, uh, a bigger position. Now, Jeremiah had the same situation in his life and now he is finding it uh, as a difficult moment of his life, trying to find ways and means to come back out. And he is thinking that God is lying to him. And then God spoke. He said, listen, Jeremiah, I have not left you. I am with you. No matter what it is that you're going through, I shall be with you. If only you don't return to the people. If only you don't give all yourself to these people. If only you don't change your confession of faith and stand with me. I will be with you in every step of the way. And that is what God is telling you this morning. That is the statement that the Lord is telling you this morning. That he's going to be with you every step of the way. No matter what, no matter where, and no matter how. And when you come out, the testimony of your lips will sound so right in the ears of anybody that hears your voice. It may, be, it may have been long, and you're asking yourself, how long? I was reading in uh, Revelations, and I think in Revelations 18 or so, the Bible says that the souls of those that had been martyred or killed, and they were crying out and asking God, Lord, how long shall we be in this situation? And how long shall it take for you to avenge on our situation? Hallelujah. And they were crying for vengeance. I know that others are crying. Jeremiah spoke the same thing. He said, avenge me for my persecutors. Those who are persecuting me, avenge me, oh God. Stand in there and defend me and make sure that whatever they are bringing at me, make sure that you pay them good the way they are doing against me. Hallelujah. I pray that may the Lord be your vengeance. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that may he avenge on your behalf. Anybody that has stood in to hurt you, anyone that has taken your name to any shrine to cause harm to you and your family, anyone that has desired that he will cause you sickness and diseases, anyone that the enemy has employed to hurt you, may the Lord God Almighty be your defense. May he protect you from all the works of the wicked. May he avenge on your behalf in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Whatever the enemy may have projected to hurt you, I declare in the name of Jesus Christ that may the Lord defend you in Jesus' mighty name. He said to the, uh, Jeremiah that he, he said, I will deliver thee out of the hand of the wicked. I speak prophetically by prayer in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ that may the Lord also deliver you from the hand of any wicked activity that is going on against you, that is going on against your children, going on against your spouse, going on against the work of your hands, going on against your businesses. I declare in the name of Jesus Christ that may the Lord deliver you. Somebody is listening to me. You are in a workplace and in your workplace, your work colleagues are doubling into all kinds of things. You know what is happening and you have decided and made up your mind that you are not giving in to this kind of nonsense and you are learning prayer and you are building yourself in prayer. Listen to me. The Lord God Almighty shall be your vindicator. If they raise, they raise evil accusation and evil weapon against you, God will drop them down. 
for you in the name of Jesus. The Lord God Almighty will drop them down. In your sight, you will see them going down. In your presence, you will see the Lord bringing victory for you. In Jesus' mighty name, it is a weapon, it's an activity to try to force you out of the, of the environment. That is what the enemy is doing. But I hear the voice of the Lord saying that it shall not happen. Hallelujah. It shall not have happened. He says that even the, with the terrible, he said, I will redeem you out of the hand of the terrible, which means that we may be found in a place where we may be held captive against our will, against our wishes, against our, our freedom. But the word of the Lord says that divine redemption is coming your way. And today I speak this redemption for you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, receive divine redemption. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, let it not speak against you. May no, may no place that the enemy has worked against you be able to stand. May the hand of the Lord bring divine redemption for you. May he redeem you. May he pay anything, any ransom for your life, for your loved ones. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Don't be sleeping on me now. Don't be sleeping on me. Hallelujah. The Lord is speaking today that you are not alone. He is with you. Even though you walk through fire, he will be there with you. Even though there will be water that's trying to drown you, he says that those situations will not drown you. You may walk through the fire, but you will not come out with smoke, even smelling in your clothes. The Lord knows how to preserve his own. And he spoke the same to Jeremiah. He said, listen, I am not a liar. He said it in numbers that he is not a liar. He's not a man to lie. Yes, we can lie. We lie all the time. We do things that's not pleasing to the Lord. Hey, but he said to us, he will never lie to us. He is with us in every step of the way, making sure that whatever that comes into our life, he is protecting us as the, as the sons of his, of his children in this world. And therefore, you are not alone. You are not alone. Hallelujah. God is mindful of you. Lord is mindful of you. So today, the word he sent to me to let you know that you are not alone. He is with you. You are not alone. He is there for you. You are not alone. He will deliver you even in the hand of the terrible. He will deliver you from the hand of the wicked. He will not allow the wicked to continually suppress and bring you down. It won't happen any longer. A place of victory is now hereby being declared for you. The Lord himself will lift you up in the place where you seem to be bowed out. And so please, this is the statement the Lord sent me today to come and share with you. It's a message that you have to realize that you need to know that God is with you. No matter what and no matter where. If you are a child of God, he will defend your purpose. He will defend your cause. He will defend your ways. Hallelujah. So keep on keeping on. Keep on trusting him. Keep on holding on to his word. And his word will surely come through for you in no time. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 amen.